here today? Yep, fully aware, my friend. Uh, well, anyway, uh, fuse box number 54, Trumpster Fire. And you might want to consider your options. Yes, perhaps a mass exodus to Canandia is in store, but in the meantime, welcome in, friends, to fuse box number 54. Trumpster fire. And uh, I'm your utterly baffled host and uh, registered voter, Mark Rose, along with the uh, sullen and withdrawn Milt Keynes over there at the TV. Seriously, man, I, I almost didn't make it in here today. I feel so damn chipped. Well, look, the, those very sentiments, and uh, one's even harsher, I'm sure are being uh, echoed across this uh, great country of ours right now. And uh, as we record this edition of the show, it's uh, a few days after the national election here in the U.S. And, uh, well, uh, we uh, allegedly have a a new president. So uh, shall we hail him in now? Christ on a cracker, man. What the hell happened? Methinks we got Brexited. You know, it started to feel a whole lot like that 2000 election we had. You know what I mean? All over again. I, you know, I, I really don't know. I, I have some opinions, but no concrete proof of anything. You know, it was like uh, waking in an alternate timeline or something, you know, where, where it all appears normal until you realize... Everybody's wearing the same brown shirt. So, uh, all right, for the record, I didn't really care for either one of those folks running. So for me, it was going to be a wash no matter who got in. But this guy? So wait, did I miss something here? Did I miss the part where everybody dropped acid and then voted? (laughs) Well, you know, I I seriously wonder how this is going to play out. I mean, for one thing, it'll be the first time a president is entering office with a dozen or 20 lawsuits hanging over his head. And one of those litigations involves an alleged sexual assault. So uh, there's that. Honestly, man, what the hell? So did no one actually listen to what this guy was saying at all? All they just heard was like guns and walls and decided, yep, he's our guy. It would seem that what this past election process has made uh, very, very clear is uh, that there are a lot of really racist and misogynistic people out there with just uh, a little fascism on the side. They've been lurking in the shadows for a while, but this this recent process has uh, brought them all out into the uh, bright light of day for all of us to see. Of course, the fact that the popular vote doesn't mean squat in the electoral process. Yeah. That doesn't help either. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, seriously, we, we should talk about that for a bit, as uh, there may be some folks outside of the U.S. who uh, listen to this fine program who may be confused by the shadowy process called the Electoral College. You see, friends, in the United Snakes of America, we have this somewhat brain damage system that transfers 
popular votes into a state's appointed voting representative called electors, who then actually cast the vote. And this is all based on a state's size and population therein. Um, Each state has a certain number of these electors. In truth, there really is nothing one can do about the number of uh, electors in a state. Or really, as we may even find out soon, how they will vote. As was demonstrated just a few years ago in the fine state of Minnesota. When that uh, crap happens, uh, it's called a faithless elector, by the way. Love that. But it's a flawed system in my opinion anyway, and really minimizes the power a citizen actually has at the polling place. You know, many times we would have had a very, very different result sitting in the Oval Office if it were based on the popular vote alone. This was one of those ideas the uh, founding fathers, uh, specifically James Madison, thought was uh, just a great idea back 240-some years ago. Uh, But folks, the times, they are a-changing, and perhaps it's time to uh, re-examine this process, even though it is, of course, a constitutional amendment issue. It never made any sense to me at all. Why make it sound like our vote counts when, in fact, it's just some kind of weird proxy vote or something? Well, some would agree, actually, that your vote does count, but clearly your individual vote is merely a cog in a wheel and a cog that is tabulated but may in fact be moot when all the votes are counted in your state and a popular vote winner is someone other than you might have selected and thereby all the electoral votes for that state go to that candidate regardless of what you did. So, oh, And there's no subdividing electoral votes, by the way. Uh, except that I think uh, maybe what? Yeah, uh, Nebraska and Maine. Yeah, yeah, have have uh, another even more Byzantine process to divide their uh, allowed votes. I don't know, but it, but it, it's it's not the most direct path these days, friends. Very confusing. You see, this is why folks feel sometimes that this voting thing it doesn't really work. Yeah, it, it's a case of fifty-fifty for sure uh, in its current state. We need to figure out a better system for sure. But uh, as uh, someone pointed out at the uh, New York Times, with Congress and the Senate kind of locked up with the Republicans at the moment, it doesn't seem likely that uh, this kind of reform will be happening anytime soon. It's also ironic that Trump himself said back in 2012 that this uh, electoral college thing was a a travesty of democracy or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he did actually say that. You know, I wonder which side of his neck he's talking through now. We've locked Senator Bob Fusky inside this deep-sea diving bell filled with angry razor clams. But it's to prove a point. No, no, stop it. Oh, no, stop. Oh, no, stop. Stop it. Oh, stop it. Oh, You know, if uh, the next four years... If you last that long. (laughs) Well, yeah, but that would leave us with President Pence. If 
what I started to say was, uh, I have a feeling that this next phase may actually see some great creative output from the arts specifically. Why? Because there is rage and hunger. And that, my friends, is a perfect fetid mash to inspire great creativity. You know, I can remember uh, back in the Reagan years, what a horrible patch of time that was. But in spite of it, I know that we were creating and syndicating oddball radio dramas on uh, public radio and getting federal art grants to do it. So it is possible. But we need not to be doing the Thorazine shuffle here, friends. Now, many folks are wide awake right now, but uh, many forms... Uh, oh, let's just go there. Music, for one, are becoming a wee, bland, and uninspiring. Our love is like an oak tree. It fills me... No, I, I, I honestly think we need some harmonic dissonance in the mix, folks. Maybe it's like a, a little pebble in our shoe at times, but... We need something to remind us all to be present and uh, not be among the sleepwalkers out there. There is truly nothing to doze about right now, kids. If anything, it's a a rally cry for uh, epic, epic change. Yeah, I hear you. It's actually a good point. Maybe we can... uh... Look at this turn of events as a positive thing. Yeah. I mean, if it motivates real change, then, you know, hey, I'm in. And that's kind of what I'm saying. We should motivate the change. You know, regardless of who's in office, the fight for whatever cause or belief is ongoing. Because you can bet there's always going to be resistance to change. It's akin to some natural law at times. Speaking of, did you... uh See all the protests going on out there? I mean, here in Portland, they took over a portion of I-5 and I-84, and uh, they were not at all happy. Yeah. Several thousand, evidently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, 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 and I think it got a little nastier uh, in a day or two after that, which, uh, you know, brings up another point. Some folks of the nefarious variety are going to take opportunities like this and try to dampen the honest protestations of people out there by becoming anarchists and trying to destroy personal property and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's not the way you do it. But I kind of think this protest movement, this outcry, this public dissatisfaction, this is where it starts. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to encourage civil disobedience here, but hey, Things might get a little awkward, messy, and even a little chaotic during these next days. And frankly, that's, that's what real change feels like, friends. It's not always sanitized for our convenience. Then there's the whole health care thing. Oh, exactly. You, you want to know what revolution looks like? Just try and dismantle this affordable health care thing and not have a better idea. You'll have... Everybody up in arms and in the cyber streets as well, all over this one. It's taken way too long to get even an even halfway decent program in place. It's probably a comparatively easy thing to repeal, 
But unless there are serious improvements out there, uh, the, the tens of millions of people already enrolled in this thing are going to be pretty torqued off if you mess with their plans. Not to mention the industries connected to this plan. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go near it. You know, you mentioned uh, lawsuits. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a bunch of them. Well, how the hell does that work then? I mean. Couldn't a conviction of uh, any of those things, especially the alleged lawsuit of uh, groping or whatever the hell it was, couldn't that get his ass in a bunch of trouble? Well, in theory, it could get him impeached, at the very least. Some of the lawsuits are uh, based on um, shady business practices, not paying bills and the like, you know. And he could probably blow up a Hindenburg-sized cloud of obfuscation and legalese and skate around one or two, but the uh, sheer number of these things is going to cost him somewhere. You, you just can't wave a magic wand you bought for cheap at uh, the Trump casino and have everything just go away. He's not that good. Folks are going to be on him like crazy during this phase, for sure. Did you happen to see that note about the celebrities who said they'd leave the country if he got in? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I did. And, uh... As fate would have it, I have a short list of folks who said uh, they would be hitting the road if this guy got in. A couple of notable comedians said they would be migrating. Amy Schumer said uh, in September that Spain would be her destination of choice. She says, uh, my act will change because I will need to learn to speak Spanish, Schumer said in an appearance uh, on the BBC's Newsnight. Because I will move to Spain or somewhere. It's beyond my comprehension if Trump won. It's just too crazy, she says. Chelsea Handler said she already made contingency plans months ago. I did buy a house in another country just in case, the comedian and talk show host said during an appearance on uh, Live with Kelly and Michael in May. So all these people that threaten to leave the country and then don't, I actually will leave that country. Well, as it turns out, that's not the truth. Uh, Chelsea said on her show, uh, well, just the other night, that uh, she, in fact, is not leaving the country, and uh, probably with good reason. She has a Netflix contract, <laughs> which kind of keeps her here. But uh, above that, you know, this really isn't a good idea. But anyway, uh, moving on here. Uh, this one's one of my faves. Former Daily Show host John Stewart said he would consider getting in a rocket and going to another planet because clearly this planet's gone bonkers if the real estate mogul wins. Yeah, um, yeah, that would be an option. Whoopi Goldberg, co-host of The View, said uh, on an episode of the talk show earlier this year that if the country elects Trump, maybe it's time for me to move. You know, I can afford to go. Hispanic comedian George Lopez said Trump won't have to worry about immigration if he takes the White House because we'll all go back. And uh, another fave here is from a Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And she was joking in an interview with the uh, New York Times in July. And she says, uh, now it's time for us to move to New Zealand. She said, quoting her husband, who died in 2010, I can't imagine what the country would be with Donald Trump as our president. For the country, it could be four years. For the court, it could be... I don't even want to contemplate that. I'm right there with you, Ruth. 
if I could swing it. I think I'd be in Kiwiville so fast it would make your eyelids peel back. Well, you know, Pollard and I were talking about doing just that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I seem to recall you mentioning that. Oh, and uh, and speaking of Mr. Pollard, as uh, you all must have witnessed in uh, some fashion over the last few days on Facebook and uh, other social media, there have been numerous comments about this political turn of events. Some just plain rants and maybe even a wee bit of whining, too. But uh, our uh, co-collaborator on uh, All Things Fusebox, Jeff Pollard, posted a splendidly succinct commentary. And after this uh, short show reset, we'll have that for you. May cause burning, itchy rash, constipation, and voting Republican. Fuseboxshow.com And we're back. And as I said, uh, back over there, on that side of the timeline, there have been countless posts from folks uh, all over everywhere regarding our change of the guard here in the U.S., <laughs> And um, it was it was pretty mutually agreed in the Republic of Fusebox that uh, Mr. Jeffrey Pollard's Facebook comment on this subject was well worth repeating and repeating well. So I asked Jeff if he wouldn't mind sharing that with uh, everyone else in the up-to-the-moment-anyway semi-free world. Take it away. Every step of the way. Adolf Trump represented the absolute worst in who we are as a society, and the dumbing down of America is now complete with his being elected to our country's highest office and as leader of the free world. Every step of the way, this reality clown, this arrogant, ignorant, impotent little man insulted pretty much every demographic that makes up our country, excluding white males, and his message of hate was lapped up by every misogynist, racist, hate-filled, morally and mentally bankrupt bottom dweller hiding in the darkest, dankest corners of our country. His political rallies were the first examples to clearly expose us for who we really are. His election isn't an indictment on Hillary Clinton or the Democratic Party, but rather an indictment on our society as a whole here in the united disgrace of America. We would rather blame others for our misfortune than band together and rise above, seeking common ground with common sense solutions. We point fingers. We react. We shout and pound our chests. We shoot first and ask questions later. We lie, cheat, and steal to get what we want and justify it as an entitlement simply by having been born in this country. Success is not a birthright. It is to be worked hard for and earned. If it's true we're at our best when the odds are against us, well, we're about to find out what we're really made of over the next four years, and I'm having a difficult time mustering any confidence. The fear I have that the election of Trump represents the ringing of a bell we can't unring is real. 
I simply don't know with any degree of confidence that our nation can bounce back from this. I don't know that we can band together and rise above it. But maybe we can. This election proved that anything is possible, even the seemingly impossible. I was 100% wrong about Trump's ability to get elected president. I simply could not believe that given who he is as a person, anyone with any decency about them at all could possibly believe he was a viable choice. So, maybe. Hopefully, I'm also wrong about our ability to bounce back from this national embarrassment and the global fallout that is sure to come. As an American, Donald Trump embarrasses me. As a human being, he offends me. Redneck Nation is alive and well here in America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty nice summation there, I'd say. Really, folks, do we want to turn the clock back 450 years? I mean, really. That would be the ultimate daylight saving time, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, a hell of a lot of folks have put in a whole lot of years fighting to get things even this far in terms of human rights and stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure the prospect of having all that repealed is going to sit all nice and cozy with everybody. No, no. So, so it really gets back to what we were saying earlier. This clearly is not a time to roll over and hope the universe sorts it out because, well, it will sort it out. But uh, I, for one, will be among the sorters and not the sorties. So what you did there. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> But you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's a proactive time, folks. And uh, I get it, too, that the sting of this thing has many reeling and, and in a state of shock. But we all need to, to, to move beyond this and, uh, and truly uh, be ever vigilant. Because going backward is not an option in this scenario. So, with that, class, we'll call it uh, a show. And, you know, I've, I've been noticing uh, around here, too, that folks who are uh, doing post-election shows, they've all tended to be a wee somber and certainly a lot shorter. <laughs> yeah, can you blame them? Well, there's where we are, kids. So anyway, uh, we shall call it a show and uh, get on with seeing how if this impossible situation can happen, then maybe I can get my impossible wish and have Gojira as a newly appointed Supreme Court judge. Thank you. Thanks, courtesy of the Wayback Machine, to uh, Scott Campbell for that love is like an oak tree. Thanks also, then, to Aaron Lane for a delicious linerism morsel. And to Jeff Pollard for reading that commentary for us today. And may I say also, for that extraordinary and highly appropriate cover art, which says more than a thousand shows, dear friends. Thanks, too, to the nimble fingers of Milt Keynes over there for technical assistance. My pleasure. And yeah, I think that show art should be like a flag or at least a bedspread or something. Don't tempt me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, I'll do it. Uh, You know, iPhone case, lighters, bath mats, set of dish towels, you know, whatever. 
And of course, friends, always thanks to you for pushing play on this edition of Fusebox. I've been your still recovering after brain salad surgery host, Mark Rose, saying until our next cartoon. Fusebox.